0: Would you like to be happier? Would you like to have a stronger marriage? Would you enjoy having a better relationship with your children, your parents, your siblings, your friends, the people that you work with? Wouldn't we all? In a world where we have everything at our fingertips, have more wealth than could be imagined and are protected by many devices, God has been replaced. People are experiencing loneliness, stress, depression and a host of many other mental illnesses. The temperature of the world continues to rise as people try to figure out what to do about climate change. Crime continues to rise as people spread further and further apart to keep themselves from harm. What if the answer to all these concerns is God? Join me on this podcast as I journey through a passage that has shaped the life of my wife and me. Psalm 127. This passage holds the keys to what ails the world. I absolutely believe it. Join me in this podcast as we journey together talking about life, love, work, play, all of it, just to figure out if God is really the most important thing in our lives. Well, hello, and thank you for joining the podcast, and bless the Lord. I'm your host, Alan Getty, and I'm so excited you've decided to join me today, Um Just a quick uh, update on some things. Uh, My book is still available, Amazon, Barnes & Noble. Uh, Also, you can get it on Google Books, Apple. um, You name it, you can get it. If you need a book, you can get my book. Um, Also, uh, there's the podcast, Unless the Lord. There's my website, unlessthelord.org. And you can find me on Facebook or anything like that. Today we are going to be talking kind of going off of last week when I talked about male influence and although I did talk about male influence I want you to know that regardless of um, your gender you can learn from what we're going to talk about today. Uh, So when I talked about male influence I talked about things that we can do three things we can do to help Our children and people sort of feel uh, legitimate in who they are and feel loved and feel cared for and today I wanted to talk about being seen one of the things that um, I talked about last week was the idea of see people Um, that concept that idea of of really noticing Something. So today I wanted to talk about being seen and how you can help somebody feel seen. Not just that, um, they, that you're seen, but how you as an individual can help somebody feel seen. I thought it was interesting that this is what I was going to talk about today. I love to listen to podcasts. I love listening to talk radio. One of my favorite things to listen to is sports talk radio. And today there was a lady who called... Um, she's a lakers fan and uh and if if you follow sports you'll know that the lakers are down two and oh in the current western conference finals and it does not look good for them and uh, they asked what the panic meter was and she said my panic meter is a 10 and then she went on to say she thinks they're gonna win but um and where she was from and as soon as she said where she was from one of the hosts of the show said I see you I see you and um I thought what an interesting uh comment to make and it was it was clearly um legitimizing her as a caller and it encouraged her I think cuz she went on for a little bit to talk about um what she was what she was hopeful for, and and all of that. And I thought, man, what does it mean to see somebody? Think about that for a second. So we live in a world where there are a lot of distractions. My wife often tells me um, she has my attention until there's a squirrel or another person walks by or something. So, I mean, it's pretty, she's not wrong. The ADD definitely kicks in at times, and I, I do get distracted. So I have found that for me, if, if I want to pay attention, um, I need to turn everything off. So um, let me go back because I, I kind of got off track there. So what does it mean to show somebody you see them? What are some things we can do? to show people that we see them. Really see them. Not just acknowledge their presence, but actually see them as an individual, as a person. And I think this is very important for all of us in leadership or all of us who work with children or work with other adults. Really, just anybody. This is important. So it's important in your marriage. Um, So let's talk about a couple things we can do to To help people feel seen okay not only help us feel seen but help other people we're talking to feel seen let's talk about that for a second okay the first thing I think that is important in helping somebody feeling seen is that we recognize what they're saying and what I mean by that is is as active listeners, we are acknowledging what they're saying. I know that's a listening thing. I get it. That's more being heard. But I think it's being seen. If somebody is expressing to you their concerns, their cares, maybe they're expressing their joys, and you hit them with, "Uh Uh uh-huh, 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 that is... People can walk away from those conversations not feeling seen. Um, With my kids, especially, I do that a lot. Now, sometimes they talk a lot. And sometimes I hear the first thing they said, and then I stop listening to them because I've got things to do, whether I'm driving the car or whatever. But if I really want to see my kids, I need to be listening to them, and I I need to really acknowledge what they're saying and what they're feeling. One of the best ways to see somebody is to really listen to them. So if I listen to somebody who's telling me about a really exciting thing that happened, and then I don't really acknowledge that, they aren't going to feel seen. They're going to know. They're going to absolutely know that I do not see what they are going through. I do not feel their feelings. So the first thing we can do is to, it's to really acknowledge what they're talking about. And that means really listening and really caring. And guys, when it comes to people, it is important that we really do care, that we aren't thinking about what we're going to say, or we aren't thinking about what we're going to do. Instead, we are seeing them, even if we're not looking at them. Okay, the second thing we can do is, if at all possible, to make eye contact. To make sure that we are paying attention to the person that is in front of us. One of my pet peeves with me and other people, (laughs) but I'm going to use me as an example, is how much the phone distracts me from seeing what's right in front of me how much I am attached to my phone so that I'm not seeing what's happening right in front of me. That's terrible. But we have to remove those distractions so that we can actually make eye contact. It's so important in life. Let me tell you, the the most important thing I do for my children is to pay attention to them enough that I'm looking at them in the eye the most important thing I can do for my wife is making sure I care enough to look at her in the eye and on and on it goes outside of family when we're talking about workplace meetings we're talking about workplace conversations the most important thing we can do is to take the time to really be there to see that person to see them where they are to see that we are listening we have to be aware of that and we have to take that time it's purposeful that we make eye contact Um, and on that because i'm not just going to flow through this i i don't want to just flow through the idea of just do that and i don't want to add this to another thing but to make eye contact, you do have to put your phone away. You do have to make that a priority. For me, that's a problem, and I will admit it right now. I'm terrible. If my phone buzzes, I look at it. If, if it's in my pocket, I take it out of my pocket. I mean, I'm terrible about that. So if I'm going to be present, if I'm going to see this person, I have to look them in the eye and I have to avoid the distraction especially my phone or my watch now, I don't wear an iWatch but I know people that do phones and iWatches, watches guys they we need to make sure that when we are in a conversation to see the other person we have to keep those things off and put down that's important okay last Um, so we're going to, we're going to legitimize the person by acknowledging what they're saying. That's one. We're going to get rid of the distractions and look at that person in the eye, make sure that we are focusing our attention on them. And the last thing, and something that I think is important for people to be seen is that we allow them to understand if this is not the right time. So let me explain what I'm talking about there. Let's say you're, I'll use my children as a perfect example. Let's say they come into the front room and they have something really exciting to tell me, but at that moment I'm doing something and I'm, I'm pretty involved. Even if it's something dumb, let's say it's something dumb. Let's say I'm playing a game on my phone or I'm watching a game on TV. Okay. And I think those are dumb reasons, but I've used them. So I I don't mind talking about that. If, if we can assume that what we're doing is we want to finish what we're doing, then the most important thing we can say to somebody to let them know they've been seen, this comes in two, two, two parts one we tell them now is not the best time can i talk to you about this and give them a time okay if it's like if if, if it's at the end of a football game or something even though i could pause it i could say hey i want to watch the rest of this game can you give me 30 minutes and you know my kids are really good about that and i'm and i and they go okay that's fine At work you can say oh I really have to take care of this can I get back to you in 10 minutes so it's good you're so to make somebody feel seen you allow them to you you have to say to them I can't see you right now but I will see you in blah blah now here's the important part is that if you say not right now but in 15 minutes or 10 minutes or 20 minutes or 30 minutes whatever that time frame is and you don't go and see them at that time frame you have lost your chance to see that person even if you make it 5 minutes late that person no longer feels seen therefore they don't feel like you care so this is vitally important that you let them know now's not the time But that when you say you're going to do it, you do it. So here's the three things that I want you to take away from this week. Number one is acknowledge the person. We've talked about that last week. But if you want somebody to be seen, you need to acknowledge what they're saying. Not with the uh uh-huh. My dad used to tell me when I was a kid when I'd be like, yep, yep, yep. He'd say, stop it. I don't think you're listening to me. And he was right. So it's not a yep, it's not a uh uh-huh, it's acknowledge it. So if somebody tells you, I'm sad today because, make sure you acknowledge, oh, I'm sorry you're sad, I'm sorry that happened. Not, yep, life happens. That does not help somebody feel seen. So first, you're going to acknowledge and you're going to somehow share some sympathy or empathy with that. Second is you're going to look them in the eye. You're going to put your devices down. You're going to put your book down, your newspaper down, your cup of coffee down. Whatever that is that is keeping you from looking that person in the eye and you are going to engage that person by looking them in the eye. It's uncomfortable, but it makes a difference. It helps them feel seen and that's important for us as leaders to make people feel seen. And last but not least, you're going to... Be honest if you cannot see them at this moment and you're going to make the appointment important that you will see them at that time and that that is the case. All right. So those are the three things we can do to see people. Why do I think it's important that we help people feel seen and we see people? Because you see, one of the greatest things that Jesus taught us is that We can be active in encouraging people to be better. So when Jesus was on the earth and you look at his stories and you look at who Jesus was, he focused on people. He saw people. Think about the woman at the well for a second. One of my favorite stories. She comes down to the well by herself. Jesus, of course, knows everything. Right? So he has that benefit. But... When when she came to the well, did and and we focus a lot on the the forgiveness aspect of what Jesus did. But before Jesus could even bring her to a knowing knowledge of him, to to that knowledge of him, he had to see her and she had to feel seen. He and he didn't he wasn't mean to her, but he said, I know who you are. I see you. I see that you have had several husbands and are now living with a man who is not your husband. And let me tell you that you're coming for this water, but I can give you so much more. He couldn't have even said that had he not recognized who she was. He saw her. And Jesus did that to a lot of people when after Jesus died and he rose again and Peter and he rises and he comes back to earth, right? And Peter is distraught and he's back fishing and he's sort of avoiding everybody. And Jesus cooks fish on the shore. And it's a really long story and, and I love it. But the idea when Peter comes to the fire, he swims to the shore. And Jesus three times says, Do you love me? Feed my sheep. That made Peter feel seen. You see, that's what we have to do. Guys, people in this world are dying to be seen. They want to know that that people out there recognize them and see them for who they are and, and love them. And as Christians, we have the great responsibility to actually see them. So, there's your three things. Acknowledge, make eye contact. So acknowledge, make eye contact. And all of a sudden, I can't remember the last one, but I know what it was. Um, <laughs> anyway, guys, look, see the people around you. They're there and they want to be seen. All right. So make sure that you're seeing them. You're doing eye contact and you're letting them know if now is not the time so that you can see them when, it's, when you can and that you actually keep that appointment. All right, guys, a little bit confusing there at the end. Remember, I don't edit. It's just me. So you either like me or you don't like me, but it is just me and I give you what I got. So have a great week. Remember, my book is available. It's called Unless the Lord by Alan Getty. You can also catch me on Facebook at Alan Getty. Catch me at Instagram at Alan Getty. LinkedIn at Alan Getty. Pretty much anything Alan Getty is me. It's pretty cool. I'm the only Alan Getty in the United States. Guys, have a great week. We will talk to you next week. Go see some people.